In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. You know, guys love a challenge. They love a challenge. And get this, the cool thing about push-ups, you can do them anywhere. I've done them, I don't know how many states I've done them in. I don't know how many hotel rooms I've done them in. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm your host for the show. I'm really excited, guys, today. Uh, Our guest overcame stage four cancer and that first year after that completed his first push-up challenge 65,000 push-ups he went on to do 90,000 push-ups in 2021 we brought him on the show today to inspire you to motivate you to let you know you can get it done when this guy started his challenge he could not do a push-up and now he is a push-up terminator (laughs) And so, guys, super excited to bring him on. But before we do, I want to talk about our man law. Remember, guys, our man laws are mostly supplied by you, our audience. And if we do use yours, hit us up at info at We'll send you some Men in the Arena swag for using your man law. This man law today is supplied by yours truly. And it's simply this. We don't call any kind of push-up a girl push-up. First of all, it's an insult to girls. And second of all, Everyone has a starting place. So no more of this girl push-up terminology. So also want to share a hero story. And our hero story this year comes from Zach in California. This is really cool, guys. Check this out. Zach writes, in response to our uh, podcast regarding Christmas and our Instagram posts about, you know, helping you guys, you know, lead your families at Christmas. Zach writes this. He says, thank you for the inspiration of your podcast to dive deeper into the meaning of Christmas. Not only did I read Luke 2 with my wife, but started the morning with my 20-month-year-old girl placing baby Jesus in the manger. She hugged baby Jesus before we put him there. Then we read the birth of Jesus in her children's Bible book. We hosted our family for dinner, and I read Luke 2 before opening presents. Thank you again for the inspiration to start new traditions. Man, Zach, that is awesome. That is a hero story, guys. Guys, we are not the heroes. We are the guides. You are the heroes. So, man, hit us up with your hero stories. We'll send you some swag. Zach, if you hit us up at info at org, we want to send you some stuff just to say thanks for being one of our heroes 
being an arena man, guys. So that's really super cool. Hey, guys, today's guest is my good friend, Rod Handley. Rod lives in Lee's Summit, Missouri. He's been married almost 30 years to his warrior wife, Jana. And uh, Rod is the founder and president of Character That Counts, a ministry he established in 2000. Rod has spoken at hundreds of chapel services for several NFL, NBA, and MLB teams, including serving as team chaplain for the Kansas City Royals from 95 to 09, Seattle Supersonics. Do you guys remember those guys? The millennials are like, what's a Seattle Supersonic? Anyway, uh, they were a great team back in the day, baby. So uh, so Rod served as their chaplain from 1986 to 1989. He's written over 30 books. And as I shared earlier, he is a stage four cancer survivor, and he has become the terminator of the push-up challenge. It's my pleasure to bring my good friend on today, Rod Hanley. Rod, how you doing, man? Good morning, Jim. Good to see you. Hey, man. So Rod and I also served together on the National Coalition of Ministries to Men Board of Directors, and that's where we met and we've become good friends. And so, hey, Rod, uh, can we just jump in here? And I'm going to go through what we sent the guys doing the push-up challenge, and I'm going to let you know what the rules are. And if you have any input or insight, please let me know. So guys, when you sign up for the push-up challenge, here's how it will work. And then we're going to answer some questions here in a second. But what you do is you record your reps on an attached calendar that we will send you when you give us your email. That is also a, available through a link, our website, which we get that to you as well. At the end of each month, we'll send you an email asking you to check in, and you simply uh, reply to that email with a pic of your month's calendar. And And that's not mandatory, guys, but that's a way that you can keep accountable for what you're doing, all right? If you hit the 65,000 push-up goal before midnight of December 31st, 2022, you have officially slayed the beast. You've slayed the giant, and you will get your, your reward. And that what we'll do is you send us the photos of your completed calendar. We'll send you a certificate of completion and some cool commemorative merch. I'm thinking about a cool T-shirt some other things. So that's going to uh, something we're going to give to you guys for completing this. So here are some frequently asked questions. A lot of you guys have been asking this stuff. The first thing is this, what does this cost? I mean, you're giving us a shirt, you know, all these things. What does it cost? Guys, listen, we are a donor supported nonprofit Christian organization, crowdfunded. It costs nothing. We didn't even think about charging you money. I mean, we don't think like that. We just want to empower you to be the best version. Now, Rod, what do you think about this question? They ask, do they have to be strict push-ups? What do you think? Uh, no, they, they can be whatever works for them in terms of, I call them modified or compromised push-ups. That's how I began. And just get started. Just start. Begin. Don't, don't wait around to do a perfect push-up. Just start. Hey, guys, listen, absolutely. If you have to do them off a wall, uh, literally a vertical wall, <laughs> do that. If you have to do them off a kitchen table or off a chair or on your knees, do whatever works for you. Honestly, guys, that's not the point. The point is that you're disciplining yourself to do it. And the point is that, guys, that you're you're being consistent and you are growing into the, a stronger man than you were before this challenge started. The next question is, do I need to videotape myself to provide proof that I did them? Guys, I don't know, man. I am a dude, and I, I that, that would drive me crazy. I don't need that from you guys. I just need 
you to do them. We are on the honor system. Honestly, I'm not going to look at a videotape you send me. I noticed you guys are posting these uh, videos on our Instagram story, which I think is awesome. If you want to videotape yourself doing push-ups, you can put them on our story if you at the men in the arena. Next question. Rod, what do you think about this one? I did 64,999 push-ups because of insert excuse here. Can I still get my certificate, merch, et cetera? No, no. Just do one more. <laughs> yeah. No participation trophies, boys. Hey, listen, if you don't finish, you get nothing. We only give stuff to the finishers. We don't give it to the quitters. So That's right. uh, next question is, uh, what inspired the challenge? Where did you get the number 65,000? And we got the number, and I was inspired by my friend Rod Hanley, who's on this podcast right now, who's going to tell you his story, and it's pretty cool, guys. You are going to love his story. So that's my answer to that one. Next question is, is there a community to keep me motivated? Yes, there is. We have a Facebook group, and if you go to Facebook and type in Men in the Arena, 65,000 push-ups. You can get and in, get into our small group of guys. Well, there's a small group. There's close to 300 guys, and you can be accountable, and you can post videos. You can ask questions. It's just a great place to find encouragement. And then the next question is, hey, you guys are wanting my email for all of this. What are you going to do with the email? Well, for the challenge, each month we will send you a check-in email to make sure you're doing okay, and you can respond to that with a video of your cal- a picture of your calendar. And then also – we will send you a weekly equipping blast. It does not market our materials or resources. The equipping blast is strictly there to help you become your best version. Feel free to unsubscribe if you want, but that will be happening. So you just need to know that up front. We want to be very honest with that. And then the next thing is when you post videos or pics on social media, please use the hashtag 65K Push-Up Challenge. And if you tag us at the Men in the Arena, we'll... We'll have your stuff out there. We'll share it. We'll hype you up. It'll be awesome, guys. So, mm-hmm. hey, Rod, how does that sound? Does that sound okay? I wish I'd have thought of all this uh, 30 months ago when I began. So, sounds great. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> well, man, you're super involved. And you inspired this. And and I keep saying you inspired this, but I haven't asked you to tell your story. So, why don't you go back and tell us, first of all, Rod, tell us your history and foundation as an athlete. Mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm the story of surviving stage four cancer and how that inspired you to do your first push-up challenge. Sure. So I was a college football player out in central Washington university. So we used to play Linfield, uh, Jim. So that was our, one of our big rivals back in the day. And, um, you know, converted from a, from a wide receiver to a tight end my senior year, because I wasn't going to start my senior year if I continued to play because we recruited a really fantastic guy so I gained 40 pounds and that's when I actually started doing a lot of, a lot of, you know, bench presses and a lot of, you know, weight work and, uh, ended up getting to about 250 pounds, uh, to play my senior year, which was, you know, when you're a scrawny 200 pound wide receiver to go up to almost 250 was crazy. Uh, yeah. but uh, anyway, uh, when I got stopped playing uh, football, uh, that weight went from my, you know, chest and my arms and my <laughs> legs to my gut. And uh, and so I actually ran a marathon uh, a few years later to try to, you know, slim down. But I've struggled with my weight for, you know, ever since that senior year of, of college football. 
but I've still stayed athletic, still tried to work out, do treadmill work, running, you know, weights or whatever. But uh, almost five years ago to the day, Jim, I had uh, I had cancer and I had a cancer surgery involving uh, the removal of eight tumors from four different body parts. Uh, They were stage four cancer. You've heard the the gory details. It was a crazy, crazy way we even found I had it because it's it's affectionately called as dead man walking cancer. You don't know you have cancer till you're dead. You have about 24 hours notice before you die. It's called a neuroendocrine tumor. I had eight of them, four different body parts. And uh, to be quite honest, it stalled me out with my workouts. Uh, you know, mm. I kind of, I kind of, you know, uh, you know, recovering from, you know, the incision, it was a, you know, about a foot long incision in my gut. Wow. Uh, recovering from, you know, they said not to lift anything, you know, cause you want to get a hernia and, you know, and I just kind of, I, I kind of rode that wave for three years, almost three years. Jim. Oh, and so, wow. Was, now, uh, yeah, wow. Close to two and a half now, I guess, but two and a half years, I rode that wave and I was doing a, a Bible study on the, on the life of Samson. I was doing something for our men, life of Samson. Of course, he's known in the word of God as the strongest man. And I just did a little bit of a, an inventory and I realized two things I was studying Samson. One, I was getting older every day and I was getting weaker every day. Now I can't do anything about the old. I was approaching 60 years old. Uh, that father time is tick, tick, ticking away. I can't do anything about that. But I thought, you know, there's something I can do about, you know, not being, being so weak. I mean, certainly, what, what can I yeah. do? So I, I went on to my, I asked my smartphone, the all-knowing Siri, how does someone get strong quick? And she yeah. came back with this response, do 200 push-ups a day. And I oh, thought wow. to myself, oh, come on, Siri, there's got to be more than that. I mean, so so <laughs> I actually said, I'm not going to scoot 200 push-ups a day. I'm also going to do planks. Because I was, you know, concerned about, you know, just this flabby gut as well. I wanted to get a little tone as well. And so I remember it was on July 31st of 2019. That was the day that I made the decision that I'm going to start doing 200 pushups a day. So I did a little test run just to see how, you know, those first couple of pushups would look and feel. And I got in push-up position. I went down. And Jim, you know the story. I couldn't get up. I couldn't do one, zero, nothing in the tank. I mean, that's how weak I was. I could not get up. Well, I'd already made this commitment to myself and to my accountability partners that I was going to do this. So what do you do? Well, you do you do exactly what you described. I, I begin to do compromised or modified push-ups from my knees just to build a little bit of strength, to build a little bit of momentum, something. Well, and, and, well and, now, one, one of the... <laughs> Let me interrupt to say this. You didn't tell this part. You couldn't do a push-up, but your wife could. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was even more <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, yeah. She's very fit, very in shape. And when I told her that, she's like, I'm all in, too, on this. And so as I go down to do try to do one and couldn't get up, she's cranking them. And, of course, that's motivating as well. Absolutely. That's motivating. Absolutely. So uh, after I picked up my pride, uh, I, I began to do the, on August 1st, uh, and I wrote in my journal. I've got a little journal. That's how I kept I manually kept track of this. I did 50 modified push-ups that first day. I couldn't get closer to it. I was gassed. And you talk about sore? Oh, was I sore. And I also wrote in <laughs> the first day, I did three minutes of planks. And those were about in increments of about 30 seconds each. 
I mean, I was, I was struggling and I'm beginning to think to myself that first three or four days, what have I got myself into here? I mean, will I ever get to 200? Will I ever do a regular push up off, not on my knees? Any? And, and Jim, it took me 15 days to do my first regular push up. So it took me almost two wow. weeks to build up enough strength to do one. And I did wow. a combination that first month of both modified and regular push ups to get close to the 200 mark. Well, it took about 45 days for to get into a rhythm and 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 by that time i discarded the modified i was doing totally regular and uh but but i made a really tragic mistake jim and i and i want to coach your guys on this one you know the lord says that there's a reason that we should rest on the seventh day we should have a sabbath rest yeah and guys i was so consumed with doing these and cranking them out that i kept getting injured uh, because because oh. the human body needs to have a little bit of rest. And so I love that you're proposing your guys either rest one day a week or two days a week. Uh, my rest date currently is on, on Sunday, but it because I'm thick-headed, it took me actually two injuries before I figured out the Sabbath rest. And so I've actually been injury-free. I've been doing this now. I'm in my 30th month of doing this. My goal is to do a minimum of 7,000 per month. Uh, that's where I'm at now in this. So you do the math, that's 84,000 uh, minimum. That's what I want to do. I know you wow. guys are doing 65, but I want to do 7,000 a month with a rest day, either four or five days a month, depending upon when, when a Sunday occurs. So let's take this month, for example, January, there are 26 days apart from five Sundays. So I got to do some 7,000 in 26 days. That's about 270, 280 a day that I need to do to get to my 7,000. Now, I, I will say wow. this. Uh, if I do above that, that's a bonus. And in December, just la last a few days ago, I ended up doing in the month of December 7,890. So I actually did 890 wow. over that because I'm trying to do minimum that, you know, that average of 260, 270. But if I do 300, I do 310, 320, 330. That's just bonus, and that just builds up. But I'm also adding planks, and I do a minimum of 10 minutes of planks a day. And uh, usually those are, are about one-minute increments, uh, but, uh, but usually my very first one of the day is anywhere from two to three minutes. And what I do, Jim, just total suggestion to your guys here, is I actually memorize Scripture while I'm doing my planks. I don't do it doing when I'm oh, doing wow. push-ups because I'm trying to, you know, just puffing away and trying to, you know, get to get to my 20, 30, or 40 or whatever I, I do. I do. But when I'm doing those planks, it's kind of boring. So that's when I do my scripture memory. So uh, right now I'm currently memorizing Philippians 4, 4 through 9, Romans 12, 1 through 3, and 2 Corinthians 10, uh, 4 and 5. These are all having to do with the mind, renewing your mind and getting your mind right and just you know, purity. And so I use the planks to memorize scripture. And then my very first plank of the day and my very first set of push-ups a day, I've also memorized something called the fellowship of the unashamed. Jim, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but there was a no. Rwandan man in 1980 that was uh, given the, the threat that if he did not renounce his faith in Christ, he'd be executed the next day. Well, he, he didn't renounce his faith and he was assassinated the next day. When they picked up his belongings, cleared out his room, they discovered he had left a note behind 
and it's now known around the world. You type the Fellowship of the Unashamed into, you know, into your, you know, whatever, uh, and you pull it up. And I memorize that. It takes me about 90 seconds to recite that. Um, in fact, I could recite it for you right now if you wanted me to. But anyway, that's a long Yeah, 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 yeah. I you know, love it. Could well, you do let, that? Let, let me do it. Because, <laughs> because this is what gets me out of the bed in the morning. This is what starts, this is after my first set of push-ups, I do about a two-minute plank, and in that two-minute plank, I do this, the Fellowship of the Unashamed, and guys, it's the it's the hardest set of push-ups and the hardest plank I do, but because I'm reciting the Word of God, reciting the words of a, of a saint, I tell you what, it prepares me for the rest of my day, the rest of my push-ups. So here's how it goes. I'm a part of the Fellowship of the Unashamed. I have the Holy Spirit power. The die has been cast. I've stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense, and my future is secure. I am finished and done with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tame visions, mundane talking, chintzy giving, and dwarf goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I don't have to be right, first, tops, recognized, praised, regarded, or rewarded. I now live by presence, lean by faith, love by patience, lift by prayer, and labor by power. My pace is set. My gate is fast. My goal is heaven. My road is narrow. My way is rough. My companions few. My guide reliable. My mission clear. I cannot be bought, compromised, deterred, lured away, turned back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice, hesitate in the presence of adversity, negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I will not give up, back up, let up, or shut up until I've preached up, prayed up, paid up, stored up, and stayed up for the cause of Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I must go until he returns, give until I drop, preach until all know, and work until he comes. And when he comes to get his own, he will have no problem recognizing me. My colors will be clear. That's what I recite every single day when I do my first set of planks. And guys, it charges me up, man. It keeps me motivated. That's awesome. And once that's done, guess what? The rest is history. So today, I'll just use today's example. I've done already 150 push-ups, and I've done over six minutes of planks. I keep them on my timer on my on my watch because I so I don't forget, and I have a little sequence. I'm a numbers guy, Jim. You know this. So the yeah. at the end of my first two minute plank, I go to two o three because the o three represents thirty. Then it's three o six, then it's four o nine, then it's five twelve, it's six fifteen, seven eighteen, and so I'm doing thirty uh, thirty uh, push ups and a minute plus of of planks. So at the end of the day, I'm trying to get to the 300 is is kind of a, you know a, a daily goal. If I get less than that, I don't beat myself up. Because again, I just want to make sure I get above that average of 270 to get to get to the end, my 7,000 number. And so, get this, Jim. Um, I have now done, and this is through the the December 31st, 29 months. I've done 192,000 push-ups in that 29 month period. I did nine over 90,000. In 2021, I did over 70,000 in 2020, and then the balance was in that stub year of 2019. So my goal, my big goal, and I'll be over 70 years old when I get to this, but I want to do a million push-ups 
and I'll be somewhere around, if I keep up this pace, somewhere in my early 70s is when I will get the million mark. And that's my that's my big goal. Uh, now, How I know, old are you now? I'm 61 years old. We'll 61 be 60, years old, okay. We'll be 62 in March. And guys, uh, here's the cool thing. There are guys in our ministry 20 years older than me. We have guys in our 80s. Because of me issuing them this challenge 29 months ago, we have guys in their 80s that are doing anywhere from 50 to 100 to close to 200 push-ups a day as well. We got one guy in our ministry. He told me, he says, Rod, my back is better. My body is better. I'm stronger. Uh, I didn't tell you guys, before I started this challenge, I could hardly bend my, I could hardly bend over and tie my shoes. That's how bad my back hurt. Guess what, guys? My, wow. back, does, my back doesn't hurt anymore. My posture is better. My wife loves that I'm, you know, not just kind of, you know, shrinking, but I'm actually feel like I'm taller because I'm stronger. My core is so much better. But guys, it's not just a physical thing. I'm spiritually stronger. Memorizing the word of God alongside of this, man, guys, it is, it's awesome. I mean, it is one of the most practical things I've ever done and one of the most motivating things I've ever done. And, and, and I, and while I've had a group of guys doing this, Jim, we have never done it to the level you you're doing it. We've never done, you know, we, uh, monthly check-ins, we've never done videos. We are in the, on the honor system, but, but, uh, I love the fact that you are creating an environment where guys can be consistent. They can be disciplined. They can be doing this together. Uh, I, I just applaud you and these guys for doing it. And guess what, guys? The key is just getting started. Just start somewhere. Uh, start somewhere. Create some momentum. Get into a rhythm. Uh, you know, uh, do something that helps get your batteries charged. It might be memorizing the Fellowship of the Unashamed or or a, a set of scripture, and 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 get after it. And give it to the, give God the glory all, the, all every step of the way. I have people that see me. And they say, they'll say, oh man, you look, you look so, th- you look thinner. You look stronger, your face, your, you know, the way your shoulders are. I mean, and I, and I, and I feel it, but they see it. And, you know, when you're, again, your sixties and people actually applauding what you look like, that's yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Can you out push up your wife now? I can. She is, she is, she, she stopped <laughs> doing it. You know, she already... Yeah, she's she's she has her own little stuff, but yeah, she I can I can whoop her in push-ups now. Yeah, I hear you. Well, Shanna <laughs> said I, I don't want to do the push-up challenge, but she's doing an air squat and sit-up challenge, and so she's got about a dozen gals I think that are going to do it with her. So that's pretty cool. So, well, I have some questions, Rod, and uh, just you you were pretty comprehensive there, but in my brain, I'm working on some questions. So I've I've started the push-up thing and and doing well. I'm pretty fortunate. My first attempt, I was able to knock out a set of 50. Good. So I'm pretty strong with push-ups naturally because I've, I've been working out and doing stuff. But what I've noticed, I've got a shoulder injury from way, way back that's starting to give me problems instantly. I know that I'll get through that. But my question is, you know, when you get up in the morning, how fast are you hitting those push-ups? Or do you, do you warm up? Do you have a cup of coffee? I mean, how long before you get out of bed do you hit the floor and do push-ups? 
Yeah, and I'm pretty quick about getting out of bed and getting started, but I've got to start with some stretching. And and that first push-up, Jim, is the hardest one. Uh, and I know. And it's not just a physical challenge. It's a mental, like, are you really going to do this again? Are you really going to, gonna, you know, kind of die die again and do this? And, and I know that first one's going to be the toughest because it's my longest plank as well. And so I will do some, some different uh, stretching things. My back is usually stiff, uh, you know, and, and I notice, you know, I mean, even this morning, my right toe is hurting for some reason. What's that all about? <laughs> you know, so, you know, you just, you know, you strain something, you know, you got some stuff going on here. And, and by the way, that first 30 days, uh, definitely you're going to be sore. I mean, I, I'm beyond getting sore, but it's, it, it's a physical and spiritual and mental challenge the first one. So I take about five minutes, Jim, to just loosen up. Uh, sometimes I do reverse planks, which is, you know, laying on your stomach and getting your hands and your, and your feet up in the air, just to, just to stretch myself out a little bit. Um, but usually after the first one is done, that first set, and I, and I do them in sets of 30, uh, sometimes 40. Uh, wow. Awesome. You could do 50. That's great. I've done that a few times. But uh, I, I, I want to get that first set of 30 in, get my first two-minute plank in. And then I, I, I try to repeat within the hour uh, that same cycle. So my goal, Jim, is to have everything done. Uh, and, of course, I work out of the home, so it's a little easier for me than maybe a guy that's on the job here. But I try to be done before dinner dinnertime. Uh, so I'm cranking, you know, my, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. is is the window that I want to be done with because I also want to give my body about a 12-hour rest before I start the next day. I don't want to be I don't want to be cranking at 11:59 and knowing I'm going to be up at 6 a.m. cranking again. Uh, the body needs a little bit of rest, a little bit of recovery, but so I'm I'm trying to push through every uh 45 minutes to an hour. Okay, another set, another set, another set. And again, I'm keeping track on my phone because uh you know, if I had to Mainly be writing it down. I'd forget, and you know, did I do those? Did I not do those? Uh, but I'm I'm trying to keep you know mentally and spiritually and physically uh, sharp. And uh, I do a lot of writing. You mentioned some of the books. Um, uh, it, it actually about every hour, if I'm right in a writing project, I need to get up and do my do some do do a set. You know, get moving, get you know loosened up, and. Um, Usually by the by the easiest ones are, are close to the end of the day, because my body is you know I've been I've been moving all day long, uh, and again my back just feels so much better, Jim. Gosh, I mean, I, I, again I could hardly bend over and tie my shoes. That's how bad my back was. Wow, but, and that's all. Wow. It's all related to core. It's all related to your core. So yeah, oh for sure. So when you do a push up, so we've already established that. Uh, you can do a chair push up, a wall push up, a push up off your knees. When you, how would you define push up as far as distance to the floor? Are you going chest to the floor? Are you going halfway? I mean, when you're doing, because you, when you get ripping them out, man, it's you're not. You know, it's hard to go all the way to the floor. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not to the floor, but I'm probably a fist from the floor. So I'm, I'm going. Okay. You know, I can feel. I can feel my legs starting to hit. So I, you know, I'm not hitting. I'm not pushing my chest up against the floor. But I can feel my legs are starting to are starting to hit, and I want to do. I don't want to do just you know those kind of push ups. I want to have some some depth to them, and uh, 
And usually by the time I hit 25, 26, 27, I'm starting to strain. I'm starting to feel it. And I've got an Apple watch and, and many times I'll do the, the plank right after the push up, and I'll see where my heartbeat is. And it's not surprise that I'm well over a hundred. Uh, you know, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm pumping, you know, and I'm working hard. So now, so, which is good too. Very, very good. So, so if you get your elbows, if you go down to a 90 degrees, that's pretty darn close to what you're at. Absolutely. 90 degrees. Pretty close. Okay. Again, that's really good. Be, so now you are legalistic about it, you know, because again, I think you do what you don't want to injure yourself. I mean, and, and to be quite honest, if I went so deep, uh, I've got a left elbow that can really get jacked up. So I'm trying to be totally cautious on that side. And guys have bad shoulders, like you kind of mentioned. You got to be, you got to know your body, what your body can take, and you don't, and, and you want to push yeah. through it, but you also don't want to be stupid. <laughs> so, oh, that's the, the that's the fine balance there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to err on the stupid side. So I love what you said earlier, Rod, and I think this is so important. I think this is important for life for success. Uh, we have, we're at the, we're sitting here on January 3rd, uh, 80% of guys that make new year's goals don't make it to Valentine's day. That's right. And you said something that was really important. You said the first push up is the toughest. So I applaud those 250, 300 guys. I mean, we have 250 guys that have committed, but we had an email the other day from a, a guy who's got his wife doing it and his kids doing it. So we don't know how many guys are are doing this and gals and their children, but that first one's the toughest. But, you know, 66 seems to be the number that experts say is needed to form a habit, 66 days. So for me, I go, okay, there's 66 books in the Bible, 39 Old Testament, 27 new, 66 books in the Bible. So the mnemonic device for me is there's 66 books in the Bible, 66 days, if I can make it to March 7th, that puts me 66 days in. I may be off a day. Uh, I'm not a numbers guy, Rod. <laughs> but it's 66 days, March 7th. If I can get to March 7th. Yeah. So my question, Rod, is at what point when you first started this challenge several years ago, did you find yourself getting into your rhythm? The first two weeks you said was very, very difficult. But at what point did you start catching your wind and catching your rhythm? It was probably 45 days into it for me, but I, I I don't have any problem with the 66 at all. That makes a lot of sense. So you got to get beyond Valentine's Day, guys. You got to just say, you know, whatever yeah. it's going to take here and and use heavy accountability, use Jim, use myself. I'll try to get on and join your Facebook page as well and maybe put out some things to encourage guys, but, but just make a commitment to get that first one in every day. And once the first one is in, for 66 straight I think you'll find the rhythm you're looking for. Um, I got into such a rhythm, Jim. This is this will crack you up. I heard Herschel Walker used to, to this day, still does a thousand yep. push-ups a day, which is a day, a day, a day, which blows my mind. I don't think he's ever lifted away, but he's he's a push. He is the push-up king. There's well, no, you know no what's funny when that. he won, when he won the Heisman Trophy. It, he, he he had said, I never lift a weight, but he was a 375-pound bench press without ever lifting. Yeah. He just did push-ups, sit-ups, and I think pull-ups, was it? I don't know. Yeah. Insane. So so one day <laughs> when I was feeling in rhythm, this was in October of uh, 2019, so I was about now close to 90 days in, I thought, 
can I be half the man that Herschel Walker is? Could I do 500? <laughs> and, and so get this, I did. But I was so sore the next day from just doing one day at 500. And I thought, man, applaud uh, Herschel Walker that this guy can crank them out. You know, even at his age, still cranking them out. According to my friend Bobby Bell Jr., who I think you met when you were here, Bobby knows uh-huh. Herschel from the Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, and he says Herschel still does it to this day, a thousand a day. But I'm going, man, that is a, that's a yeoman's effort. I mean, that is like superstar effort. Um, we're going to do Holy that, but cow. I, but I did 500 a day, but it almost killed me. I think the next day I did like 150 cause I was, I was still feeling <laughs> the effects of it. It, I, I can take, I can, I can get between 300 and 330 a day and not injure myself. Uh, and so that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. Again, I want to hit, I want to hit 90,000 again this year. I, as much as I would love to get a hundred thousand a year, Jim, it's for me, it would, I would, it would be stupid for me to do that because I know what my body can take now. And it, yeah, could, it, yeah. couldn't, it couldn't take those kind of numbers. So, Well, you know, it's interesting, Rod. You do 200 a day, six days a week. Uh, and because I struggle more with numbers and accountability and, and consistency, I don't struggle with accountability, but consistency, I had to give myself a two-day buffer and more push-ups. So I do, right now I'm trying to do five, you know, I'm only three day, two, two and a half days in five sets of 50 and I'm doing them every two hours. So every two hours I have a snack. So my thought is every two hours I'll have a snack, do my pushups. You do 30 pushups every hour. So your goal is 300 minus 250. So, but your goal daily to reach your 65,000 is roughly 200 pushups a day, six days a week. Or you can do 250 five days a week. I guess we don't care how they break it down, right? Just they need to find that rhythm. Then find the rhythm and find what works. And and what messes me up, Jim, is like you, I I do a lot of speaking. So I'm having to sneak out of speaking engagements. I need to sneakily go do some push-ups here. And uh, and I'll explain to the host that's having me that weekend, you might see me disappear. I'm not like like having an extended bathroom break. I just got to get some push-ups in. And they laugh. That's they so laugh. funny. And uh, anyway, I end up picking up a few guys at each of these retreats and conferences I do saying, well, I, could, I think I could do that too, you know, and that's fun because now, you know, there's some camaraderie and, you know, guys love a challenge. They love a challenge. And get this, the cool thing about push-ups, you can do them anywhere. I've done them. I don't know how many states I've done them in. I don't know how many hotel rooms I've done them in, how many bedrooms I've done them in, you know, over the last two and a half, three years, uh, you know, but I got, I'm going to get them in, you know, and uh, my wife kind of rolls her eyes, you know, cause she'll say, Hey, we need to leave. I'm like, I need to do another set here before we leave. Cause I know I'm not going to be back for another hour or two or whatever. Got to get that set in before I go. So anyway, well, the fun part, the fun part about that, the push up is the push up is a, is an exercise move that a guy, you know, who's in the 50s, 60s, 70s can do but it's still challenging for a lot of these guys in their twenties and thirties. You know, it really is a, a, the physical ultimate equalizer, I think. Yeah. So you had said uh, numerous times, and by the way, guys, Rod wrote an excellent book called character that counts. Who's counting yours. Uh, We've had Rod on our podcast. You can look that up on our website at menarena.org. It was a two part, uh, two part podcast. So he wrote a book. He literally 
wrote the book on accountability, guys. So, Rod, you've mentioned numerous times that you have guys that you're accountable to. In what ways were you accountable to them? Were they doing the push-ups with you, or were they just guys that were calling you out, keeping you on task? How did you do that? Uh, both. Some of them joined me. Some of them just watched from afar uh, and asked me how it was going. And, of course, I was weekly reporting, you know, I'm still doing the push-ups, still doing the push-ups. And then I have a I have a prayer newsletter that goes out, and every uh, everybody on our prayer team, which is about 300 people, they're getting, here's what I did this month, and here's where my totals are at right now. So, and I'm not trying to exalt myself. It's just another form of accountability, another form of reporting and and saying what's going on. And if, uh, you know, many of them were like, man, I can't believe you're still doing that. I can't believe you're still cranking them out. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to stop now because I know it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good to be strong. It feels so good to you know, again, be able to tie my shoes. It feels so good to, you know, be upright. My my wife is so proud of me. And I, you know, my kids, you know, my kids who are in good shape, you know, they're like, old dad, he still, he still got it, man. You know, he can still, he can still move. He can still do this. I, I think for me, I'm thinking, man, if I'm in my seventies and eighties and still doing this and I'm, I got a, a million under my belt, Man, praise the Lord for that. That and it isn't me; it's the Lord in me. You know, the Lord's going to get the glory because I'm just an old, you know, broken down athlete. You know, who a wannabe uh, or whatever it could have been or whatever. So I, I just I, I love giving God the glory because because God is the one that birthed this. You know that Samson study. You know, I'm just looking at going, man. I'm getting older and weaker every day, and. I got to do something. I just can't let gravity, you know, just take over here and just kind of become a victim. So I want to become a victor. You know, it's really interesting, Rod. Yeah. We don't want to be a victim because God has not made victim. He's made victors. Yeah. Right. Even in the midst of pain and suffering and brokenness, God has called us to be victor victorious, not to be victims. But, you know, I got to tell you, man, I got to confess that 1 million number is, that's really looks appealing to me. I'm looking at that going, man, that million marker, that looks really delicious. It's like, it's like high hanging fruit. I don't know. I I don't know, buddy. You might be ruining my life. My <laughs> wife, when my wife meets you, she may slap you in the face. <laughs> These new goals. So, so my thought here, Rod, again, my thought is, is, and maybe I'm wrong here in thinking this, but, you know, push-ups, it's a it's it's a limited pushing motion. You work uh, some shoulder, you work your chest, some tricep, you work some muscles in your back, but it definitely is not a full body type of workout. My thought is I'm doing the push-ups this year, but those are not I'm not counting those as part of a workout. I still need to get my four Good. to five workouts in a week. What, what are your thoughts there? What did you experience with that? No, I agree. It's it, it, if you can only do one thing, the push-ups is the best thing. You know, so that's everybody agrees. If you only do one thing, that's it. But I would definitely supplement it with other things to get, you know, the full body experience as well. So I love that your wife is doing squats. You know, that's something you can do again and not have to be in a gym to do that. Uh, that's very, very, very good. I love uh, the fact that uh, you, you're, you know, doing treadmill work or running work or whatever alongside that you know, some bi- specific bicep work. Uh, when I get in the gym, I do that too. So yeah, you're, you're supplementing it 
But if you can only do one thing, push-ups, everybody agrees, is the best thing to do. Well, you know, I've been playing around with the numbers about doing cardio work across the country. In other words, it's 2,961 miles from my hometown of McMinnville, which is about 45 minutes from the coast to New York City. So I was, I've been playing around with riding bike, running, walking, hiking, whatever, that many miles, but it's 60 miles a month to do that or 60 miles a week to do that. And I'm wondering if I'm being a little bit overzealous here. My, You know what I'm saying? I, I want to be careful. And I think we as guys, we tend to be overzealous and we end up injuring ourselves. How did your injuries, you said you were injured twice doing push-ups. What were those injuries and how badly did that set you back? Oh, it was my left elbow. Uh, I got some tendonitis in my left elbow. So that was, and uh, it shut me down for a couple of weeks each time, you know, because it just, you know, I'm icing down. I'm trying to do everything to get it un- unflared. And then you got to rebuild back up. So yeah, I've had two, two setbacks. Like I look back at my month, one month, uh, this was in uh, November of 19. So this is about 120 day mark. I only did 2,240 that month because I was hurting. And then I came back in May of 2020 after I'd healed and I did 1,230 in a month. So those two months were, I was physically hurting. And that's when Sabbath, oh yeah, they have rest. And so literally I have been between 6,600 and 8,100 every single month since I started doing Sabbath. So get this, because I rest now, I do more. I mean, that's, that's yeah. That, oh yeah. That's the Chick-fil-A model. Close down for a day and you set all kinds of records and they wouldn't have those records if they were open seven days a week. So the Chick-fil-A model is a godly model and this works too. So, Well, you know, it's really interesting. People push back on this day off concept you know, the Sabbath, God made the Sabbath for man, not man for the Sabbath. And there's a reason why farmers would rest their farm animals or nowadays their farm equipment or resting our bodies. There's a reason for that. It's so important. And I, I think the problem that a lot of guys listening to this will have, and I hope we can steer them clear of this, is I'm just going for it, baby. I'm going to hit these 65,000. I'm going to knock it out in eight months. I'm going to knock it out in nine months. Or I'm going to go every day of the week. And I just think that's dangerous because, um, first of all, it's, and you know, you talked about physical danger, but here's what I've learned. Uh, I think that there's a mental danger doing something every day of the week. I think guys will burn out. I don't think it's mentally, I think it's mentally uh, a little bit over the top. What, what are your thoughts? Oh, no question. In fact, use me as an example. It, it'll wear you out. It'll wear you out. And, um, you know, uh, for me, six days a week works good. I really look forward to Saturday night, knowing I'm done till Monday morning. Uh, so I actually get about a 36 hour uh, rest period there. And I tell you what, on Monday, man, I'm this is my best day of pushups because I my body is ready to go. And, oh yeah, you know, I'm ready to go, and I can't imagine what two days rest would be like as well. But uh, you know, crank them out, go for it, and uh, and go hard, and get your get your heart rate pumping and. Get moving, get moving, get moving, and and uh, give God the glory every step of the way. 
That's awesome, man. So you, you'd mentioned a couple minutes ago that you fell behind because of two injuries. I am sure out of all of these hundreds of guys doing this with me, that there will be guys that get behind. What would you say to a guy who's, let's say he's four or five, six days behind, he missed a week and he's thinking about throwing in the towel. What would you say to that guy? What tools could you give him to help him push through? Well, don't, don't give up. Cause that's, that's not good. You know, just, just, uh, you know, in e- either increments of 10, 20 or 30, uh, increase, uh, increase your daily. So instead of doing 200 a day, you're now doing 230. Uh, instead of doing 250, you're doing 270. And, um, and again, I, I, I try to listen to my body really well. And there's some days that I will only get 200 in, but I know, um, that I, that I've got some other days that'll supplement that again, I'm thinking about 7,000 a month. That's my, that's my number. And, um, so I think that whatever their number is, think about that number and they may need to break it up. Uh, however, don't violate the Sabbath. Don't, don't say, well, this week I'm going to crank out, you know, I'm going to do 14 days in a row. Uh, it may be short-term gain and long-term loss if you do it that way. Man, that's so good. It's so good to get you on here, Rod, and talk about your experiences because, you know, we have a lot of questions. So Dale is doing the challenge as well. Dale, are there any questions going through your mind as you're thinking about this? Because this is a, a big challenge for you. You're not a weightlifting kind of guy. And so do you have any thoughts or comments or questions for Rod? Well, I was, I started off doing 250 a day, completely modified. And, um, I was telling Jim this morning, I was going to do 250 a day just in case, you know, I miss a day or whatever, but this whole rest thing makes sense. So I'll, I'll definitely be, uh, observing that biblical principle. Hey, 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 I'll say this, Dale, uh, 250 a day, six days a week, uh, you will far exceed the 65,000 number because Jim's model is 250 five days a week gets, gets you there. So, yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I'm really proud of Dale doing that. That's a, I mean, it's it's good to have a guy who now I got a guy who's I see every day who can, uh, you know, keep me accountable. We got a lot of guys doing this, a lot of wives, a lot of children. Uh, so what's your last question, Rod, before we let you go today? What was your biggest, looking back, what was your biggest struggle mm. to get this done over the course of a year? Uh, right here, my mind. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons that I, I use scripture too, because I need to renew my mind every day. I need to discipline myself every day. And and I could easily talk myself out of this easily, uh, just how I feel, uh, you know, just by, I know the enemy doesn't want me to do it because the enemy knows I, I'm, 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 I'm battling him on multiple fronts here. He doesn't want me in the word of God. He doesn't want me physically fit. He doesn't want me to re, re, be, uh, you know, buffeting my body every day and making him a slave. I mean, he doesn't want to do that. He wants me to be slothful. He wants me to be uh, overweight. He wants me to be, you know, sloppy. He wants me to be uh, disengaged. Uh, that's, 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 that's many of his strategies that he wants for my life. And so uh, I'm going head to head with the enemy every day with that. And that's why that very first one in my mind, guess what? I'm, 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 I'm hey, enemy. I'm back devil. I'm back. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting after it. I'm reciting fellowship of the unashamed. I'm in the word of God. 
I'm doing these, you know, 90 degree push-ups. I'm back. I haven't forgot about this. Uh, I got guys counting on me around the country and our ministry that are, that I'm in this with. I don't, I'm not going to let them down. I'm not going to let you down. And uh, we're going to, we're going to do this for the kingdom and for the glory of God. And I tell you what, when I, when I, when I win the battle of the mind, guess what? I win the battle of the push-ups. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, there's so many different Bible translations out there and you just said buffet your body. And man, I, I've always interpreted that as buffet my body, man. <laughs> Maybe I need to reread that. <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding, man. So, hey, so Rod, hey, this is going to be, this is going to go live on January 3rd. And so a guy who gets this podcast and listens to it for the first time on January 3rd may say, hey, man, I'm already three days behind. I'll just put this off till next year. Do you think it's too late for guys to start on the third, fourth, fifth? No, I, I think I think even a couple of weeks from now, because you do the math. And again, I'll just use I'll use Dale. Dale's an example here. Dale's doing 250 times six times 52. Guess what? Dale, you've just done 78,000. You've slaughtered. Holy cow. So, so yeah, you're giving yourself a lot of, you know, you're giving yourself grace too. You know, guess what? Today I only got 200 in. Guess what? You got 13,000 to work with. I like that. I like those odds. And again, once you get beyond March 7th, I'll just use your, your, your analysis here. Guess what? You'll be in a rhythm. You'll be going, you, you know, it'll be part of your routine and uh and you're thinking strategically about your day and guess what today i don't have to today i'm going to be traveling all day i'm not even going to you know i'm going to be in an airport all day i don't have time to do any any today well guess what don't you got because you're doing a, a higher amount six days a week guess what no problem no problem you know what i'm almost hearing you say rod and i i hesitate to bring this up but i'm almost hearing you say don't set your sights at 65, but set it at a higher, maybe one set more a day to give yourself a buffer or a window of grace. Am I hearing you say that? I, I love it. That's what exactly what I do. Yeah. Okay. So I, I hadn't thought about that at all. So that's really, really interesting. So, well, guys, hey, you've heard it from Rod. You've heard his story, man. He could not even do one push-up that was not modified and now he is the push-up terminator i think we should make him a shirt that says you know i'll be back or i'll be flat i'll be flat anyway rod thanks so much for coming on the show brother you are an encouragement to thousands of men around the world today and uh thanks for what you're doing and the character that you possess with the organization so sure appreciate you man you bet guys let's get our boots on the ground it's not too late Let's get this going, man. You're going to list this today. Maybe some of you for the first time will hear about the push-up challenge. Guys, jump on board. Again, it doesn't cost you anything. We're just doing this. Honestly, we're doing this because it's a challenge, and we want to have fun, and that's what it's all about, guys. So, hey, until we see each other again, head on over to meninarena.org. Get a copy of my new free book online. Tell them what great fathers tell their sons and daughters. Make sure you sign up for one of our many virtual teams by clicking the Join Our Program button now. Uh, we've got a uh, team launching this month, so it's not too late if you want to join that team. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Push it out. And be a man.
You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.